Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. It's Fast Lane on 101 ESPN with Kerry Davis and Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. The Canucks and the Blues get it on tomorrow night. Pre-game starting at 6 o'clock. Joining us right now via the 101 ESPN Celebrity Line is our Blues insider, uh, Jeremy Rutherford with The Athletic. What's up, JR? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you guys, too. And I'm sure you heard this from other people, but you're throwing me off with uh, Carrie in there full-time now with a little dark outside. I'm like, what time of day is it? My first day, I was walking around telling people good morning. I was so confused. We were going to show them how to get out of the the studio. What's going on here? Carrie's like, they lock us in? My uh, 9.30 a.m. hit or my 4.30? Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome uh, welcome in. Uh, So, JR, obviously big news with with Colton Pareko going to that second power play. What are your thoughts? Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's the way they worked it today. I'm sure you guys talked about Tory Krupp taking a maintenance day and you know, he's been out, obviously, on one of the power play units as well as uh, Scott Prinovich. But uh, Tory Krug expected to play tomorrow, and without he and Falk, you know, I think it pushes Colton Preco into that role. And, you know, who knows? Even if uh, Justin, or I'm sorry, if uh, Tory Krug does play, maybe we'll see Preco in that role a little bit. JR, um, Matthew Kessel got his first game of the season the other night, uh, which had to have been difficult. Obviously, no practice with the team. He jumps in on the road, ends up playing against Crosby and Malkin for most of the night. What did you? What was your opinion watching him play the other night? Yeah, Riv, I think he handled himself uh, well. You know, it's funny uh, you ask this question because uh, Lou Korak and I, and Lou does a great job. He's he's there every day. And uh, when we saw the Kessel call up, we're thinking, uh, okay, well. You know, didn't think they would need a seventh defenseman to go on a one-game road trip there to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, and then, okay, well, he's playing. Okay, where do you slot him in? And how about Scandella? Uh, maybe he plays in the second pair. Well, Perinovich and Scandella have been playing pretty well together. You probably don't want to break those guys up. Would Kessel play in that second pair? No, not against Crosby and Malkin. And, and that's what they did. And, and so I think, uh, you know, he's a guy that Drew Bannister is high on. He's had him, obviously, a lot down in Springfield and said he looks like he's going to be a big part of this uh this team moving forward. Um, so, you know, the Blues don't have many young defensive prospects outside of the ones we've seen, and let alone uh, a good right-shot guy. So Kessel stepped in the other night and showed what he could do. JR, earlier we were talking about Robert Thomas and potentially being a Silky Award winner. What, are you seeing from, what have you seen from him uh, this season and, and his maturation from, you know, playing both ends of the, of the ice? Yeah, just everything, Kerry. You know, I really like the, the maturation process the past couple of years. 
with Robert Thomas, and he's learned from one of the best and Ryan O'Reilly. You know, I can go back three, four years. Obviously, you know, he was part of that Stanley Cup team on the third line. Uh, he just stepped into a veteran team, and that's not uh, easy to do. And uh, he came in and, and played his role. And then slowly but surely kind of progressed to where even when Ryan O'Reilly was here, he was that number one guy. And, you know, they're trusting him with those uh, late in the game, defensive zone starts, big face-offs, and, uh, and he and – he, slowly progressed and and now you look at these face-off numbers and it's just astounding how far he's come in the past couple years you know i'll say this we're going to hear about the all-stars uh and i don't have any insider information here but at the beginning of the year the first month or so i would have thought hands down it would have been jordan bennington the way he's playing but i think you got to lean towards robert thomas when they announce the blues all-star when that info comes out multiple though Could, could they get multiple yeah, yeah, for sure. That could be a possibility. Um, but I think that if, I should say if, they were going to go with one, you know, Robert Thomas, the season he's had in terms of scoring, and I think uh, what he's done, shutting down the other team's top lines, you know, if you picked one, he'd be my guy. But certainly with the way Bennington played early, he was deserving. What about Colton Pareko? Boy, you're going to give him a, <laughs> a whole team. That's going to be the, the well, Blues out in the I West. I would go uh, Pareko ahead of Bennington yeah, personally. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah, no, I think that's certainly possible. I, I was under the assumption it's just so hard to get two unless you got a real good team. And so, you know, I'm under, I'm under the assumption that it would be one. Uh, but if it would be two, yeah, I think the way that, you know, Bennington uh, has scuffled a little bit here lately, Pareko's kind of had a better season on the whole. Uh, so if you did get a two, you could probably go Pareko. JR, when you we're talking about Jordan Bennington, um, you know, we have to talk about the tandem now in Bennington and Hofer. And I think that. For me personally, this is why Joel Hofer is such an important part to this season. Is Jordan Bennington will have you know some ups and downs, and there'll be some fatigue that happens, and the same will happen to Joel Hofer. It happened earlier in the season where he had a couple of games where he was kind of off. And but what do you think so far of the tandem of Bennington and Hofer? Yeah, I think it's what you expected going into the season. Uh, you know, like I said a minute ago, I think sometimes when Bennington plays well early in the season, and then kind of regresses a little bit people forget about you know how well he played early and they say okay well here's the George Bennington that we know from the past couple of years you know he's allowed to go through a little bit of a rut too all goalies do um, so I think by and large he's been what you expected if not at the start of the season a little bit better uh, and then Joel Hofer I think we kind of knew what to expect from him he'd showed it in uh, glimpses in his call-ups that he could handle this and and so uh, he did have a rough patch himself like you touched on Jamie uh, but as he himself said the other day, he was just a little too uptight, wasn't relaxing. And, you know, good friend Scott Prinovich told him, hey, let's let's chill, let's relax. You know, that's when you're at your best. And then he came out of that uh, really strong. So I think uh, for what they got, I think the tandem's been uh, pretty good this year. JR, the uh, Vancouver Canucks sitting at 24-10 and 10, uh, right now, three overtime losses. What do the Blues need to do tomorrow to get a W? Yeah, it's going to be tough. This is a really good team that has really come together this year under uh, Rick Tockett. I mean, I think people would have said that this team's going to be better, but tops in the league, uh, you know, they're, they they skate fast, they make plays. Uh, you know, I don't know that you can really evaluate the Blues versus Vancouver based on that game up in Vancouver early in the season. That was a tra- tough travel schedule. And then also I think the Blues were due for something like that. Uh, but tomorrow night still, it's, it's going to be tough. They've gotten the goaltending the Canucks have, and uh, this is going to start a stretch that I'm sure you guys have touched on 
of just some high caliber opposition the next month. If you look at it, you got Vancouver tops in the Western Conference on Thursday night, and then you have uh, the top four teams in the Eastern Conference when you talk about this upcoming schedule with Carolina, the Rangers, uh, Boston, so on and so forth. It's going to be a tough schedule. So we're going to find out what the Blues have here in, in January, and that should dictate some decisions that Doug Armstrong makes as we get closer to the trade deadline. JR, great stuff, man. Looking forward to uh, talking with you over the next couple of weeks. So like you mentioned, with, with this new schedule coming up here, the, the stretch of games, and I'll certainly dive more into a lot of the, uh, the ins and outs heading into the tra- trade deadline, too. So appreciate you as always. Yep, sounds good, boys. Thanks a lot. Talk to See ya. That's Jeremy Rutherford at JP Rutherford Online. If you want to give him a follow, of course, you're probably already doing so. You better. the man. Absolutely.